Welcome to Zichudasi Man Ram Goldhar and Therum Zechazyavamas Dav Kufhe, the twelfth parak, Mitzvah Chalitza. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. Rav Shmuel Ami said in the name of Yonasan, Mananugzar Din Sheishem Oshvua, Sheinum is Kareya. From where do we know that a Gezera accompanied with an oath can never be torn up? For the Pusik states, Therefore I have sworn concerning Beis Eli that the sin of Beis Eli will never be atoned by a carbon or a mincha. Rabbah said, the Pasuk states only that the sin cannot be atoned by a carbon or a mincha. But it can be atoned for with Torah learning. Abai said it cannot be atoned with a carbon or a mincha. But it can be atoned for with acts of kindness. Rabbah and Abai were both descendants from Beis Eli. Rabbah, who engaged in Torah learning, lived for 40 years. Abai, who engaged in both Torah and Chesed, lived for 60 years. Abai said that Yochan ben Zaka was informed that there was a family in Yerushalayim whose members would die when they reached the age of 18. He suspected they were from Beis Eli, and he told them, Go and engage in Torah and live. They did, and they lived, and people called them Mishpachas Yochanan after him. Pointing to Rabbi Chim, Rabbi Shimba, Rabbi were seen together, and one of them said, One who prays must direct his eyes downward, which Rashi explains is towards Eretz Yisrael, where the Shekhinah dwells. As the Pasuk states, And my eyes and my heart shall be there all the days. The other one said, his eyes should be directed upwards. As the Pasuk states, Let us lift our hearts with our hands to God in Shemaim. When Rabbi Yishmo Rabbi Yossi heard what they were discussing, he told them that his father said, One who prays needs to direct his eyes downward and his heart upward so that one can fulfill both psukim. The Marshal explains that Rabbi Yossi held that most of the Shekhinah left Eretz Yisrael after the Churban. Therefore, one's thoughts should be directed towards Shemaim. But since some of the Shekhinah remains in Eretz Yisrael, his eyes should be directed downwards towards it. And pointing with you, the Gemara writes that since Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi was obese, when he arrived at Rabbi Shir, he needed to go slowly to a seat, which made it appear as if he was stepping over the heads of those who were already seated on the ground. When Abdan rebuked him and asked him if he was worthy to learn Torah from Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel responded, Was Moshe worthy to learn Torah from the mouth of the Almighty? Abdan responded, Now, are you Moshe? To which Rabbi Shmuel replied, Now is your master God? In the meantime, a Yavama came before Rebbe and he told Abdam to check if she had reached maturity. Rabbi Shmuel said to Rebbe that his father, Rabbi Yossi, said that Ish, written in the Parsha of Chalitza, indicates that the Yavam must be an adult. But a woman can be an adult or a minor to perform Chalitza. Rebbe said to Abdam, come back since it's not necessary to check. The elder sage, Rabbi Yossi, has already ruled that a Yavama, who's a minor, can do Chalitza. The Gemara relates that Abdam got saras and suffered from other calamities. So once again, the three points are Namun. Rabbi Shmuel Ba'ami said in the name of Rabbi From where do we know that a Gezera accompanied with an oath can never be torn up? For the Pasuk states, Therefore I have sworn concerning Beis Eli that the sin of Beis Eli will never be atoned by a carbon or a mincha. Rabbah said, The Pasuk states only that the sin cannot be atoned by a carbon or a mincha. But it can be atoned for with Torah learning. Abai said it cannot be atoned with the carbon of mincha of a miskaper but it can be atoned for with acts of kindness. Rabba and Abai were both descendants from Beis Eli. Rabba, who engaged in Torah learning, lived for 40 years. Abai, who engaged in both Torah and Chesed, lived for 60 years. Abai said that Yochan ben Zaka was informed that there was a family in Yerushalayim whose members would die when they reached the age of 18. 
He suspected they were from Beis Eli, and he told them, Go and engage in Torah and live. They did, and they lived, and people called them Mishpachas Yochanan after him. Pointing to Rabbi Chim, Rabbi Shimba, Rabbi were seen together, and one of them said, One who prays must direct his eyes downward, which Rashi explains is towards Eretz Yisrael, where the Shekhinah dwells. As the Pasuk states, And my eyes and my heart shall be there all the days. The other one said, his eyes should be directed upwards. As the Pasuk states, Let us lift our hearts with our hands to God in Shemaim. When Rabbi Yishmo Rabbi Yossi heard what they were discussing, he told them that his father said, One who prays needs to direct his eyes downward and his heart upward so that one can fulfill both psukim. The Marshal explains that Rabbi Yossi held that most of the Shekhinah left Eretz Yisrael after the Churban. Therefore, one's thoughts should be directed towards Shemaim. But since some of the Shekhinah remains in Eretz Yisrael, his eyes should be directed downwards towards it. And pointing with you, the Gemara writes that since Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi was obese, when he arrived at Rabbi Shir, he needed to go slowly to a seat, which made it appear as if he was stepping over the heads of those who were already seated on the ground. When Abdan rebuked him and asked him if he was worthy to learn Torah from Rabbi, Rishmo responded, Was Moshe worthy to learn Torah from the mouth of the Almighty? Abdan responded, Now, are you Moshe? To which Rabbi Shmuel replied, Now is your master God? In the meantime, a Yavama came before Rebbe and he told Abdam to check if she had reached maturity. Rabbi Shmuel said to Rebbe that his father, Rabbi Yossi, said that Ish, written in the Parsha Chalitza, indicates that the Yavam must be an adult. But a woman can be an adult or a minor to perform Chalitza. Rebbe said to Abdam, come back since it's not necessary to check. The elder sage, Rabbi Yossi, has already ruled that a Yavama, who's a minor, can do Chalitza. The Gemara relates that Abdam got Saras and suffered from other calamities. Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Kufhei, and our standard Simmon is a hacker, and we use a Russian hacker for the Simmon. So here goes. The Russian hacker, who came from a family whose members died young, gave a hacking class on learning and chesed. And when he discovered a diagram of a person praying looking down, while his words floated up, a heavy-set rabbi slowly walked to the front of the class. Once again, it's motion. The Russian hacker, Russian hacker, that must be more duff. Kuf, hey. The Russian hacker who came from a family whose members died young gave a hacking class on learning and chesed, which reminds us, Rabbah said that the sin of Beis Eli cannot be atoned for by carbon or mincha of a miskaper who be Torah, but it can be atoned for with Torah learning. Abai said it can be atoned for with acts of chesed. Rabbah and Abai were both descendants from the house of Eli. Rabbah, who engaged in Torah learning, the 40 years. Abaya, who engaged in both Torah and chesed, lived for 60 years. Abai said that the Riyochim and Zachary was informed that there was a family in Yushalayim whose members would die when they reached the age of 18. He suspected they were from the base alien, told them, go and engage in Torah and live, which they did. So the Russian hacker came from a family whose members died young, gave a hacking class on learning and chesed. And when he discovered a diagram of a person praying looking down, while his words floated up, which reminds us there was a malchokas based on psukim, whether one should dub with their eyes downward toward Eretz Yisrael or upwards toward Shemaim. When Mishmael Rabbi Yossi heard what was being discussed, he said that his father Biosi had said, one who dovens needs to direct his eyes downward and his heart upward so that one can fulfill both psukim. The Marshal explains that Biosi held that most of the Shekhinah left Eretz Yisrael after the Churban, therefore one's thoughts should be directed towards Shemaim, but since some of the Shekhinah remains in Eretz Yisrael, his eyes should be directed downwards towards it. So the Russian hacker who came from a family whose members died young gave a hacking class on learning and chesed. And when he discovered a diagram of a person praying, looking down while his words floated up, a heavy set rabbi slowly walked 
to the front of the class. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates the exchange between Abdan and Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, when Rabbi Shmuel, who was heavy set, entered Rabbi Shir, and it appeared as if he was stepping over the heads of others who were already seated. Later, Rabbi Shmuel clarified to Rabbi that his father, Rabbi Yossi, ruled based on the word Ish in the Pasuk that the Yavam must be an adult, but a woman can be an adult or a minor to perform Kalitza. So once again, the Russian hacker who came from a family whose members died young gave a hacking class on learning and chesed. And when he discovered a diagram of a person praying looking down, while his words floated up, a heavy-set rabbi slowly walked to the front of the class. All right, now it's time for Four Blabat Chazara. Daf Kufalov. So the Zimmer Daf Kufalov is a bird caller going ka ka. At the bird caller competition, bird caller competition, that must be learned Daf Kufalov. Ka ka. At the bird caller competition, the reigning champ attempted to call out ka ka to provoke a little chick to strike two roosters at once. Which reminds us, the Gemara continues discussing the implications of a child where there is a suffolk, which of two men is his real father? It was taught in a brisa. He kazeh, he kazeh, if he struck this one and then struck that one, or he cursed this one, and then cursed that one, or he cursed them babasachas at the same time, or he hit them at the same time, he's chayed misa, for, for one of them is certainly his father. Rabbi Yudah says, babasachas chayed bezeh, chazeh, pater, if he strikes them simultaneously, he's chayed, but if he does so one, one after the other, he's put. The Russia explains that according to Yehuda, there were two warnings, and each one is a Hasra Suffolk, an uncertain warning, and therefore he's putter. The Tanakama, however, holds that Hasra Suffolk, Shma Hasra, an uncertain warning, is considered a valid warning since it's clear in the end, even though the two men were struck at separate times, that a capital offense has been committed. The Gemara brings another bracer that Rabbi holds that even Babas Achas, even at the same time, he would be putter. So at the bird collar competition, the reigning champ attempted to call out caw, caw, to provoke a little chick to strike two roosters at once, while a panel of laymen judges read out the instructions, which reminds us of the opening mission of the 12th parak states, the mitzvah of is performed before a panel of three judges, and even if all three are laymen. The more explains that this means that even though they can be laymen, the be'ina b'shloshesh yodim l'hakros ke'in dayanim, that we require three laymen who know how to dictate to the yavam yavama the psukin they must recite, like judges. So, at the bird collar competition, the reigning champ attempted to call it ka ka to provoke a little chick to strike two roosters at once, while a panel of laymen judges read out the instructions and watched carefully to see if spittle would issue from his mouth. Which reminds the Gemara comes to reject the source that was brought from Yehuda that laymen are valid for the Pasuk of Le'ene is required for what Rava taught, that the judges must see the spittle coming from the mouth of the Yavama when she spits before the Yavam. As the Pasuk states, Le'ne to the eyes of the elders, and she shall spit. The Gemara concludes that Yehuda's source is derived from where the Pasuk says Yisrael, which implies Yisrael Koldu, any member of Yisrael may oversee a chalitza. Dav Kuf Beis. So the Sim Dav Kuf Beis is a cave. So here goes. The three Garim sitting in a cave. Cave? That must be learned Dav Kuf Beis. The three Garim sitting in a cave judging other Garim, which reminds us, Rav has said, Ger Danis Chavero Devar Torah. Ger can judge his fellow Ger according to Torah laws. As stated, Som Tasimo Lecha Melch, Ashayivcha Hashemel Kechabo, you shall surely place over yourself a king whom Hashem your God will choose. From the midst of your brothers shall you place over yourself a king. This implies that it is only over yourself, meaning born Jews, that we require a king to be someone who is from the midst of your brothers. But a ger can judge his fellow ger. So the three gerim sitting in a cave judging other gerim heard a commotion in the next cave. 
when Yisrael judges instructing the Yavama to remove the shoe, which reminds us, Rav Kahana said to Shmuel, from what source we know that the term chalitza used in the Pasuk of she shall perform chalitza with the shoe upon his foot means removal. We seem to derive its meaning from the Pasuk about Saras on a house. And they shall remove the stones that contain the affliction. So the three Gerim sitting in a cave judging other Gerim heard a commotion in the next cave when he saw judges instructing the Yavama to remove the shoe, discovered the Yavam was wearing a sock, which reminds us the Mishnah stated, If Chalitza was performed with a sock, her Chalitza is invalid. The Gemara infers that a sock is not a shoe. This was learned as well in a Mishnah in Shkali. Dav Kuf Kimmel. So the similar Dav Kuf Kimmel is Yerushalmi Kugel. So here goes. The amputee Yavam, who put a large Yerushalmi Kugel on his lap. Yerushalmi Kugel. That must mean we're on Dav Kuf Kimmel. The amputee Yavam, who put a large Yerushalmi Kugel on his lap to ensure the Chalitza's shoe would only go on his lower leg, which reminds the Mishnah on Dav Kuf of Amad Av stated that if Yavam removed the shoe, Minar Kuvel Mata Kashera, from the knee downward, the Chalitza is valid. Minar Kuvel Amala Basua, from the knee and above, it's an invalid Chalitza. This indicates that even though the word regal literally means foot, it can be understood to also refer to the leg. So the amputee Yavam, who put a large Yerushalmi Kugel on his lap to ensure the Chalitza's shoe would only go on his lower leg, told the Yavama named Yael, standing next to a snake, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said, referring to the incident of Yael and Sisra, Sheba Be'ilus Ba Osu Rashi Yom, that Rashi performed seven acts of relations with her on that day. The Gemara explains the Kashadi Bezuhuma, that he cast impurity into her. But Rabbi Yochanan said that the moment the Nachash seduced Chava, it cast impurity into her. Yisrael Shamdu Har Sinai, Pascha Zuhuma son, when Kaisal stood at Har Sinai, their impurity was stopped and they returned to their original pure state. The impurity was not stopped from the idolaters, and that is what was cast into Yael. So the amputee Yabam, who put a large Yerushalmi Kugel on his lap to ensure the Chalitza's shoe would only go on his lower leg, told the Yavama named Yael, standing next to a snake, that she could not use the Sandamucha from the house with Saras because it's considered already pulverized. Which reminds us, Rapapi said in the name of Rabba Mome, not do Chalitza with a sandal muskar, a shoe that was confined due to the possibility that it has Saras, but if one did, the Chalitza is valid. With the sandal muchlat, a sandal that has been confirmed to have tzaraz, chalitza is a pasula, the chalitza is invalid. Rashi explains that since the shoe must be burned, it's considered already pulverized, which means that the shoe is viewed as lacking the minimal size required for chalitza. Rapapa said in the name of Rava that if one did a chalitza with a sandal muchlat, the chalitza is still valid. Daf kuftalad, so this in daf kuftalad is a code. So here goes. The covert basin that performed a chalitza at night used a code, code, that must mean we're on daf Kufdalad. The covert basin that performed a chalitza at night, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, the chalitza performed at night is kasher, but Rebbe Lezer rules it's pasula. The Gemara seeks to define what the Machokas is based on. It concludes, Mar Sava Chalitza Ketchilas Din Damya, or Mar Sava Chalitza Gemar Din Damya. Rebbe holds that a chalitza is compared to the beginning of a trial and is therefore invalid if done at night. The Tanakhama holds the chalitza is comparable to the conclusion of a trial and is therefore valid if performed at night. So the covert basin that performed a chalitza at night used a code made of saliva to tell the Yavama that she had to do the essential acts of chalitza and spit, which reminds us, if the Yavama removed the shoe and recited the psukim but did not spit, 
Bolazar says the chalitza is invalid. Rabbi Kiva says the chalitza is valid. Rabbi Lazar said to Rabbi Kiva, the pasuk in the parsha of chalitza says so shall it be done. Which implies that anything that is in an action is essential. Therefore, if the Yavama does not spit, the chalitza is invalid. Rabbi Kiva said, Rabbi Lazar, Misham Raya. From there, you bring a proof. The pasuk says so shall be done to the man. Which implies Anything that is in action that involves a man is essential. This excludes the spitting, which is done by the Yavama. So the covert basin that performed a chalitza at night used a code made of saliva to tell the Yavama that she had to do the essential acts of a chalitza and spit, while the Elam, who could not perform chalitza because he was not fit to speak, stood outside to guard. Which reminds us, the chalitza of an Elam and an Elemis, a mute man or a mute woman, is invalid. And the first part of a Mishnah, which rules that chalitza is valid even when there's no Kriya, Follows the opinion of Rabbi Zer, who said, Regarding any mincha that's fit for blending, blending is not essential to it, and the mincha is valid without the blending. And any mincha that's not fit for blending, blending is essential, and not blending the ingredients invalidates the mincha. Similarly, if the Yav and Yavama are fit to speak, the actual Kriya is not ma'akev to the Chalitza. But if one of them are not fit to speak, the Chalitza is invalid. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgold Mzichu wishing a great day and great learning.